the following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Against Humanity. This is going to be a tough show, folks. Uh, if you're listening to this show, if you've selected this episode, if you're listening live, then brace yourself. This is probably one of the more difficult shows I've ever done uh, because I've decided to take on a very hard subject. And it's one that many people simply just don't want to hear about. Uh, but I've, I've thought about it and I really think that in the role that I do to educate, for instance, first responders of all kinds, social workers, law enforcement, fire department, code enforcement, uh, anybody that, uh, that is involved on the front line of combating human trafficking, we cannot just go around this subject because it's difficult. This show this week is all about when mom is a monster, and we are going to talk about family trafficking. Susie and I have been talking about that we needed to do this because there are more and more cases that are coming up, and they're just repulsive. They're revolting. I'm just like you. I'm no different than you in that I don't want to look at them either. And so I can assume that this won't be our most popular show because most of us don't have the guts to look at this. However, for us to pretend it is not happening is not going to be helpful in learning how to stop it. And I don't know so much about stopping it as much as recognizing that it's happening, reporting it, and being able to rescue the victims who need our rescue. This is the kind of thing where we all want to look far, far away when mothers sell their children in any way, shape, or form. So I have gone through, I'll tell you what, there's just so much material here, it's mind-boggling. I've actually said to myself, I'm not going to take on any cases any older than late 2015 because there are just so many cases out there. So I'm going to just take the latest ones, and I've tried to give you a wide variety of kinds of cases in looking at this to try to understand just how big this is and even more important How is it happening? Why is it happening? And what can we do to protect those innocent kids that are being caught up in it? So one of the first things I did was look at incest because they say that 70% of victims of sex trafficking were previously sexually molested. So one of the first lines of thinking is if a mom's involved in this, was she molested? Is she also a victim or is she just simply a monster? who is a perpetrator. So I I don't believe we can take on this subject without at least looking a minute at incest. 
And, you know, it's very hard to get accurate numbers. I mean, I've heard all kinds of numbers about incest out there. One of them was the one that you most commonly hear. This one is quoted in Atlanta Magazine, and the author of this is David McNew through Reuters, wrote Reuters. Um, there's another uh, name on it, Mia Fontaine. Now, I have a real problem with this because they throw out all kinds of statistics like they are experts, but they do not tell you where they got those statistics. And, uh, in fact, I just did another local radio show on that very subject yesterday about how do we tell truth. If I'm going to do this, I absolutely cannot stand activists that throw out big numbers because it gets you to donate. Yes, do I want you to donate? You bet. I need you to donate. I can't do this work without you. But I am not going to be some melodramatic activist that throws out a bunch of numbers. So the number they're throwing out here, here are some, this is their wording, here are some statistics that should be familiar to all of us but aren't, either because they're mind-boggling, too mind-boggling to absorb easily, or because they're not publicized. Now here's the numbers. One in three to four girls and one in five to seven boys are sexually abused before they turn 18, an overwhelming incident of which happens within the family. These statistics are well known among industry professors who are professionals who are often quick to add, and this is notoriously underreported crime. They don't tell you where they got those numbers. Who is making up that number? Where do you get that number? If you're going to be a respected journalist, you need to say where those numbers come from because that's a huge allegation. Now, I've heard these numbers over and over, but people are not saying where they're getting them. So I did a little research on there, uh, and I saw another headline that said, Difficulty Finding Credible Statistics on Incest. And it, it goes off, and at least they said they spent hour upon hour trying to nail down these numbers. Now, I'm going to get into these cases here in a minute because these are real-life cases that we're going to talk about with real-life facts. But what I want you to understand and what I'm trying to determine by looking at incest is just how serious is this and are and what are the contributing factors. In other words, is it social media? Is it the heavy opiate uh, thing that's going on out there and drug abuse? Is it mental illness? Is it homelessness? Is it uh, the need to please a boyfriend? Is it hooking up with somebody? What is driving this? And it was interesting when I looked at this, he was trying to figure out where all these numbers come from. Also, I have no idea what this person's name is. He goes by Brother Hobo, and it's called Difficulty Finding Credible Statistics on Incest. And it said that he had spent a lot of time on here and survey reports and random university students on a college campus had a staggering high percentage of college kids, especially young women, reported sexual contact with a relative as high as 11% of everyone that they talked to. That allows it to be self-selected, so they may be, some of this may not be accurate. Another poll reported percentages of babies being born and anonymously tested for DNA birth defects, which supposedly revealed that 2.3% of the babies had tested for homozygotic DNA, that is where the father and the daughter or son all share the same DNA. In other words, they they were molested and the daughter got pregnant by the father. 
in a survey of women obtaining an abortion, one-tenth of one percent reported they believed the baby was a product of incest and was worried about birth defects. So I just want to start out with that a little bit because this is going to get really, really heavy, and I'm trying to determine when I do research just how serious this is and what is the driving force. So one of the terms that I looked for when I Googled was moms who sell their daughters and sons. Now, we have plenty of cases I didn't have to really Google and research because Susie has posted a lot of these cases of late. And uh, we worry about posting so many of these cases, we don't want to lose our following, and some people can only take so much. I'm assuming if you're listening to this show, you're one of the tougher ones that said, okay, I'm going to swallow hard and have a second cup of coffee, and I am going to listen to this because if we don't identify it, we can't stop it. But what was interesting when I put in moms who sell their daughters and sons, I got 110 million search results. I was looking for cases. I was surprised to see the number of porn videos that offer mom sells daughter under X videos, mothers with sons and daughters, that's another X video, free mom, daughter, son porn tube movies and free mom daughter that's on oxo tube mother sells daughter for sex videos that's a on heavy dash r.com so that would be r for like r-rated porn mom sells daughter for money videos and porn movies that's on porn md mother and daughter need money that's on red tubes soon sells mom for money he's watching porn uh, that's on hamsters sell mom porn videos on porn hub admitted all moms prefer their sons to their daughters and that's that's just a, a general one but then it goes into uh, sex with it and then there's one porn 300 mom son and daughter porn videos now I just printed off the first page because I don't want to waste my ink on this crap Um, You know, quite frankly, 110 million search results when you look at moms selling their daughters and sons. So before I get into some of these cases and try to analyze them, I say to myself that this was a very difficult thing for me to come to admit to here in the United States. When I got involved in human trafficking, I started in Cambodia, and quite frankly, because of poverty, because of the the uh, situation going on there, because of the Khmer Rouge, there were a lot of women. In the Khmer Rouge, one out of five, uh, excuse me, four out of five men were killed. So that means that many of the families in Cambodia have, you know, second and third wives that the husband just kind of comes through, has sex, leaves a little money on the nightstand, if there is a nightstand, and and he's off. And so mothers end up in a poverty situation where their kids get sold. And, you know, they are good people. Nobody wanted that to happen, but it is a, a situation that is being reversed. Cambodia is really changing and, and coming about, and so we're seeing that change. But when I got to the U.S., I was not expecting to see human trafficking or a mother selling her daughter or her son here in the U.S. So the first couple of these cases that I saw, they were just horrific to me. And I am assuming that because you're probably not as hardcore as I am, that this is new to you too. 
Normally, I would say it's related to drugs, and many of these cases we're going to look at, there is a drug element. It is not uncommon for us to see a a mother upstairs in the motel and the kids hanging out down in the car uh, as she's trying to get more money to feed the kids and, and also to buy her drugs. We know that pimps will get mothers pregnant and women pregnant with the idea of controlling them for the rest of their life. Think about the power of that when your pimp is your baby's daddy. You've already started off by compromising your child because if that pimp will sell you, that pimp is not going to protect that child. And so anytime you get into these situations where pimps are controlling mothers, you are going to have a mother who is going to be compromised and needing to, number one, keep her drug bill going, and two, you know, to keep her pimp happy. So that in itself is a challenging situation. So we're going to start off looking at drugs, but we're also going to look at women who just have fetishes for child pornography and and meeting their own pleasure. We're going to examine the idea of poverty. We're going to look at mental illness. We're going to look at the dynamics of a boyfriend being involved. We're going to look at the impact of social media on this because you're starting to see where people are making money off of social media and their children as well as themselves. So, We're going to start up against a break here. I'm going to ask you to kind of bear with me. I know this is a tough subject, but we're going to wade in in a big way in the next segment, so I'm going to ask you to stay with us. This is Opal Singleton. The show's Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity, and we will be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com 
listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. That is because more than one million kids are trafficked throughout the world each year. Uh, We are not one million kids. We're not a million kids. We're just simply million kids. I'd invite you to follow us on Facebook. Uh, this, uh, all these links will be posted there, and they will be ex- uh, posted on exploitedcrimes.com, the very last episodes, and all of these uh, cases that I'm about to bring up here are listed on those sites. So I want to start off with Arizona mom accused of recording herself molesting children selling videos online. So that is that headline, Arizona mom accused of recording herself molesting children and then selling them online. This is a girl from uh, Arizona. Her name is Carrie Harwood. She's 28. She is beautiful, very, very attractive lady. If you had her in your life, your family, you would be impressed by her appearance anyway. The court documents show that Carrie Harwood had been accused of recording herself molesting her two young children a number of times in the bathroom of her home and selling that footage over the Internet. So what was happening here is that uh, she was collecting money online. Now, this is being done on live streaming. And recently, I just talked about Live.me. Live.me is a perfectly fine app. There, It has many, many, many good uses, but it will not be long until they have live money transactions. They already have live money transactions in Snapchat. Okay, and in fact, in this case, I believe it was Snapchat live streaming that she was using for this. So what you're about to see and what I'm telling you is that cyber sex on demand, webcam sex, what I call interactive pornography, will become the most lucrative crime in the world. And housewives will be able to do that as well as your children, by the way. I mean, in this case, mom is selling her children, but we aren't very far from having literally millions of 15-year-old kids who can figure out that they can make 100 to 500 bucks by stripping on a live cam and then collecting for it on the Internet. And uh, we are on the brink of that very, uh, what I think will be an epidemic. So mom is doing this at this point. These children are quite young um, on here. She's 28. And uh, the way they caught her was she gave her Pokemon Go account information to a friend because she wasn't able to get into her Pokemon Go. And the friend was fooling around in her account and happened to see two videos of alleged sex incidents in Harwood's Gmail account where he was able to access because of the Pokemon Go information. He saw three separate PayPal transactions for $50, and $115. So he went and told the police, and that is a key. See something, say something, because, you know, a child is being victimized here. 
what happened is the woman told police that she had masturbated via Snapchat live streams and was paid by a man she had met online. So this is exactly what I'm telling you it is. It is live streaming of sexual abuse of a child, and she's not seeing herself as sexually abusing a child. She's seeing herself caught up in it's just sex, and the kids are playing part of it, and we're all making money. One man paid between 500 and 600 through the last few months with the videos of her molesting her children, which she said she did because she needed the money. Now, she's going to really need the money because her kids will probably be in the system and she will be in prison, assuming she's charged. Now, I want to make this very clear. This is an alleged thing out of uh, because it's August uh, 15, 2017. What I want you to see here, as far as we can tell, it wasn't a boyfriend. It wasn't drugs. It was her pretending that this is not harmful to her children. And that, in fact, everybody's doing nothing harmful at all. In her case, she's masturbating and she's masturbating them. So I'm sure in her mind, nothing is really happening there and they're all making money. And so what? Sex is a natural thing. Except, and and so I tell you this because when you start to see the number of porn videos, what was that number again? Let me get that number again. 110 Search results, 110 million search results. In this case, she's justifying this as being absolutely normal and nobody's getting hurt. Now, I want to go there a little bit before we get into some of these more horrific things. Think about your relationship with your mother. We all have one. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. But it is different than any other relationship on earth because you spend nine months in that womb totally dependent as you are forming into a human being that the womb that you're in is going to take care of you. And it's a lot different. You know, uh, fathers seem optional. I don't think they are. I think they're the most important people on earth. But, you know, you are born from a mother's womb and you're expecting that mother to protect you. And, you know, and have the judgment to protect you. And so when these things happen, it is a life sentence for a child. They will never, ever have the same level of security, the same level of self-worth, the same level of identity than any other person on earth. Because the main critical relationship you are counting on to, to protect you, even if you're eight Even if you're 12, even if you're 16, you are all counting on that one critical element to protect you. And in this case, it was violated. And I would be willing to bet you that if you interviewed her, she would tell you that she had no idea what she was doing was really harmful. In fact, she may even still argue whether it was or not. Okay, so we're going to start through some of these cases. Mom arrested for trafficking her own young daughters, including one age just 14. That's the headline on the Daily Mail. Now, this is Paris, California, not Paris, France, since it's an international program. This is a little town outside of Riverside, about 70 miles from L.A., And uh, this is our case, by the way. I I report to the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. I am their training and outreach coordinator. And uh, this is the RCAT uh, case. This was someone by Antwana Muhammad and her boyfriend, Charles Smith, were arrested out of Southern California. 
Smith, which is the boyfriend, posted prostitution advertisements online, and the mother took her daughters there to perform the acts. Muhammad and Smith kept all the money. Can you imagine your mother is selling you out to men to be violated, and you don't get any of that money? You know, the couple are being held on human trafficking. And it goes on to say a mother had been arrested for uh, alleged for trafficking one age 14. Now, I know this case. She had already been trafficking her older daughter, and she was near trafficking her younger daughter, which was only 11. And this involves a boyfriend here, and it revealed during an investigation that, that the girls had been exploited. It believes that her daughters were pimped out through Murrieta, the San Fernando Valley, and other areas of Southern California, according to the task force. Smith posted advertisements soliciting his girlfriend's daughters for prostitution, and then the girlfriend took them to perform the activities. Muhammad and Smith allegedly kept all the earnings. The couples are being held on charges of human trafficking. Their bail is set at $250,000. If I remember, I didn't take the time to look, but they have already been charged. So what I want you to see on this one is this is a true family trafficking case. This is a, a situation where mom and boyfriend are deliberately trafficking their daughters to make money. Now, I don't remember if there was drugs involved in this or not. But what I want you to see is this is no small undertaking to do this. It wasn't like, oh, some people just showed up and they said, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and have sex with our kids and we'll collect the money. They were deliberately advertising them in Backpage in those days. That was opening up. And uh, that is a a website where you can sell commercial sex. They were actively, Smith, the boyfriend, was actively putting her daughters online. It's a boyfriend situation. And mom is driving them all over God's green earth to their dates because she's saying they went from San Fernando Valley to Murrieta. Now, those of you people who are overseas, that won't mean anything to you, but that's about 150 miles through very hardcore Los Angeles traffic. So you don't just do that by accident. It wasn't like somebody showed up and you go, oh, well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, they were actively engaged in prostitution of their, or it wasn't prostitution, it was forced prostitution, forced commercial sex of minor children that they were arranging with a great deal of effort and they kept every dime of the money. And so you have to understand this is, you know, this is not only violation of the child. This is hardcore sex trafficking. So I want to give you, we're coming up against the break here, but I'm going to give you another case here. And I want to give you the headline, Texas mother accused of selling child trying to sell two more. This is Corpus Christi, Texas. And in this case, this is just a recent case, July 5th, authorities are accusing a Texas mother of selling her seven-year-old son and trying to sell her to young daughters. Now, this is a 29-year-old woman. What I want you to see is these are adult women. That last one was, what, 23 or 24? One was 21. Uh, I can't remember Muhammad, but I think she was 38 or 40. Uh, in this case, Texas Department of Public Service, uh, 29-year-old Esmeralda Garza of Corpus Christi was arrested Friday. Uh, she was on a $100,000 bond. Now, agents were executing a drug search warrant. 
So that tells you that mom's on drugs. When they located a seven-year-old who had allegedly been sold and purchased, authorities say two girls aged two and three were in the process of being sold. Somewhere in here I'm thinking that is, uh, oh, yeah, it's a son. So she doesn't care if she's selling a son or a daughter, one seven, a couple of them are two and, and three. She does not care. She is on drugs in this case. The case remains under investigation. So what you have there is a drug-addicted mother who's lost all sense of consciousness. She is going to sell whoever is in her path that she might be able to get money for. And so that is, that is quite a bit different than what you're seeing of the Muhammad case. Muhammad was hardcore sex trafficking. They were advertising. They were hauling them all over Southern California. And they were making money and keeping the money, whereas the second one, and I'm not excusing it in any way, what I want you to understand is the driving forces that are behind this because this is how we learn to train law enforcement and also to protect our children. If you see a drug-addicted mother, you need to know that child can and will easily be sold, that they don't have the same moral values, they don't have the same standards, they are not thinking clearly, they are absolutely drug addicted, and people need to step in and do something to protect those children. My name is Opal Singleton, the show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity, and we are up against that break, so we'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back. We are talking about a very difficult subject. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. You can always email me at opal, O-P-A-L, at Million Kids. We are talking about when mom is a monster, okay, and and moms who violate, sell, traffic, exploit, incest, uh, child pornography, make victims of their precious, precious children. And this is a very difficult subject, but I want to really help you understand some of this. You see, when I look at any one of these cases, I mean, absolutely, when I look at these cases, my first reaction is just puke. This is awful. However, I brace myself because we have to train first responders, law enforcement, and like that to identify it and see it, or more victims will be will be ignored and not found. And we also need to keep an eye out on how this works. Train our social workers, especially those in uh, DPSS and uh, DCFS and all of those that are seeing potential of this and recognizing why this is happening. So a headline, drugs did this to me and I'm sorry, Eden mom, two defendants sentenced in child prostitution case. Now, in this case, this is especially horrific. Uh, you know, give first of all, give the woman a little bit of credit. Her husband was dying, and she had hand, mentally handicapped daughters. So, okay, she's cracking under pressure, but she also has a crack cocaine addiction, and that is going to make that a lot worse because she's going to make some terrible decisions. She got 20 years in jail, as she should have for this kind of thing. Uh, She says, drug did this to me, and I'm sorry I've made terrible decisions I'm not proud of. I am truly wholeheartedly sorry for what I've done to my family. I broke up a lot of families. It hurts me to know that I did that. However, you know, she still got her 20 years as she should. Now, she will never be around while her children are growing up. Her children are mentally handicapped in this. And and so what happened here is that... uh, Her family is saying deep down inside she's a good person, she has a good heart, she got herself mixed up in a bad situation, everybody's suffering. That is true, she got mixed up on crack cocaine and that will do it to her. Okay, many of these sex acts, according to testimony, um, occurred in Tommy Woodall's barbershop in downtown Eden. Woodall pled guilty engaging in sex acts with the girls. Now, I'm going to tell you that the two defendants, the people who were buying the sex of these mentally handicapped girls, are just disgusting. I can't even imagine any girl, woman, dog going near this guy. These guys, they're bad. Their names are James Ferris and Donnie Ray Carter, and they ran a barber shop, and this girl's hooked on meth. And so what they're doing is paying her to have sex with her children. And, you know, as it turned out, other people also. What happened here is there were many multiple occasions that all of this took place. According to testimony, Carter, who's been married 27 years, had multiple sex encounters with Van Over and with Van Over's daughter. And uh, so everybody went to prison here and they got um, got help for the children. But the girls are 
13 and 15, and they're mentally they're mentally uh, handicapped, and they were forced to have sex with some of the grossest old men you've ever seen in your life. Now, the mother not only encouraged it, but she also had sex herself with those people, and mom cooperated. So what you have here is very possibly the mother might be mentally uh, incapacitated, but she's on crack cocaine, and and so what is happening is this is just atrocious when you see something like that, but crack cocaine will do that to you. That is not an ex- uh, excuse. What I'm telling you is if you're working with a client and you're a social worker or a law enforcement and the person is addicted to crack cocaine, then take a look if they have children because that is one of the most likely ways that this happens. Here's another one. Mom trafficked 11-year-old to drug dealer in sex heroin exchange. A mother is accused of uh, trafficking her 11-year-old daughter to a drug dealer in in um, Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, this is another situation where mom owed money to the drug dealer. You get a, a heroin-addicted girl, uh, a meth-addicted woman, and watch out for her children. That is the first thing I'll tell you. It is the child who's going to pay the price. Here's a headline. Mom tried to sell 8-year-old daughter for sex at 100 bucks. only she was trying to sell it to a cop in this case. This is in Texas, a Texas mom is behind bars. Uh, her name is Carrie Sue Kelly of Lone Oak, was charged with employing a child age 14, under age 14, for sexual performance after a six-month investigation. Authorities said that the 44-year-old mom offered her daughter for sex on Kick and Meet Me. Now, this is a little bit different than the two cases I just gave you. What was happening there is this is street drug people who are going into a barbershop in the previous case and selling it to anybody who will pay her. She's having sex. She's selling the kids. She is desperate for drugs, and she will do whatever. She has no cognitive understanding. That's a lot different than the case I'm reading you. A mom tried to sell eight-year-old daughter for sex at 100 bucks a pop. In this case, this woman is from Texas, and she's actively advertising on Kick and Meet Me that uh, she is, you know, that she has children that basically you can have sex with. And uh, she communicated with a man in Nebraska, she's in Texas, and told him that he can have sex with their eight-year-old daughter for 100 bucks. The man contracted the police and allowed an officer to use his kick account to continue the conversation with mom. Hallelujah. Someone who's got good sense, who's willing to protect a child, who's willing to go to the police, who's willing to do what it takes so that they can begin to act on his behalf on his kick account. One of the things that I will often tell you is kick is, in my opinion, one of the most challenging apps out there. It's a meetup app. And so she was also on meetup or meet me, I think it is meet me. Uh, And those are all instant messaging accounts where you meet with strangers. Now, I'm really proud of this guy for 
going out of his way, engaging himself in this. He didn't just walk away and go, oh, that's bad. He went to the police. He said, stand in my way, my place, because there's a woman trying to sell me her children. The undercover officer reportedly arranged to meet up with Kelly, but she didn't show up on the day that it was actually set up. But the cops continued to communicate with her, and eventually she admitted to abusing not only her children, but other children. Mom, uh, the police tracked down mom at her daughter's school where they confronted her and she admitted to offering her child for sex. Why they confronted her at school, we don't know, but that might be the only place that they knew that she was going to be. Now, what I want to point out here on this is that this case did not happen by accident. This woman is not just drug addicted and being taken advantage of out on the street. You know, homeless women, women who are hooked on heroin, are women who are going to be highly, highly abused. And one of my goals in life and one of the things that I see is we must do what we can to help heroin-addicted and meth-addicted women, especially who are homeless. You know, when I train homeless shelters, I tell them it's, it's the hardest training I'll ever do because... You know, you don't realize until you're homeless that a homeless woman is a raped woman. A homeless woman cannot sleep at night. She gets raped. And you add to that a homeless woman or a meth-addicted or or a heroin-addicted woman with children, and they are people who are going to be violated. So we certainly can start there. But this case is a bit different. This woman is older. She's 44. She is actively trying to sell her child online. She is a female pedophile herself. She abused other children. And what I want you to see here is the system worked in this case. She went online, she solicited, she got a man who had a conscience who said, holy cow, what is this woman doing? He took time off his job, away from his family. He went to the police. He said, please stand in for me and do something about this. So you have a third party who has a conscience, and you have a cop who is willing to do what it takes to trap this woman. And the reason that's so important is she's in Texas, but he is in Nebraska. You know, a lot of times you get this jurisdictional, well, I don't have time, it's not taking place in my territory, blah, blah, blah. This is excellent law enforcement work with the folks out of Nebraska, whatever town they're in in Nebraska. Congratulations to you, law enforcement, for taking this seriously. You know, I don't know if they did it themselves as private law enforcement, if they went through Internet Crimes Against Children, which is uh, Homeland Security. But I want to give a shout out to Homeland Security. Homeland Security has an entire division called ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. In fact, at the break, I'll try to look up their 800 numbers so that you can have that for reporting if you know about this. And literally what happens here is someone got involved and law enforcement took it seriously and they stayed with it. Remember, she didn't show up at the first uh, meeting in there. They didn't just walk away and go, well, I don't know what to do. She didn't show up. Leave this alone. No, they took this seriously. And I, I give that a huge amount of credit for doing that. That's very important that you um 
understand it's not enough to read this stuff and go, oh, puke, this is awful. It is awful. This woman's some sort of mentally ill. She's a pedophile of the worst kind. She abused her own kids and others. She is actively soliciting the sale of her children on Kick and Meet Me. And she is looking for total strangers to set up and pay time with her children. And one stranger said, no way. I'm not playing this game. And one group of law enforcement in Nebraska said, I don't care if it's in Texas. We are going to do something about it. And the people in Texas stayed with it till they got her. And I want to congratulate each and every one of you. Her children now have a chance at a normal life. Now, I'm going to tell you, their lives are changed forever. Once you have been betrayed by the person in which you carry their DNA, in which you trusted from the very moment of conception, that you, the one person that you should have been with you and been someone that you could feel protected by, these people's lives, it is a life sentence. Their life will never be the same. And I thank the people in Nebraska and Texas for finding this case and going after this woman and prosecuting. And hopefully they can come in and help these kids rebuild their life. We're going into some really hard stuff in the next one, and that is when mom has fetishes herself and wants to get involved. This is Opal Singleton. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Hello and welcome back to Explaining Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about a very hard subject, and that is when mom is a monster. I have four more cases here, and I've got the short segment, so I want to just tear right through them because I want to make some comments on it. This one's Colorado mother accused of pimping her 12-year-old daughter for cash jewelry in a trip to Hawaii. In this case, uh, she had a 12-year-old daughter. She had met an Australian man, and he really liked her 12-year-old daughter, so he's given him cash jewelry and a trip to Hawaii on here. And uh, the daughter is participating in this, okay? But she's using her. I mean, she's 12. And really, you need to be able to look up at your mother to have moral values. This young lady absolutely does not. The 12-year-old developed a relationship with 23-year-old Thomas Keske from uh, Australia. This girl is from Colorado, I think. The girl met in an online chat room in September. He wired Grinder thousands of dollars, some of which were used to pay rent and electricity bills. He also bought the girl's the girl expensive jewelry, electronics, and sex toys. So what is happening here is it's kind of reverse sextortion. The girl met the guy. He wanted her to perform sex acts. She apparently agreed to it. She's only 12. And instead of her being blackmailed, like so often happens in sextortion cases, this guy's given out all kinds of gifts. He's sending them to uh, paying the rent, paying the electricity bill, and uh, sending her jewelry and like that. Now, there's an adult son in here who saw this and was just mortified and, and went to his mother and said, absolutely, this is wrong. And so what happened is the adult son went to the police and said, what is going on here is absolutely wrong. He told the police he believed the boy was much older after he saw his sister's video chatting with him. He said he told his mother that he suspected Kesky was older, but his mother wasn't concerned. He said he badgered his mother until she finally admitted Kesky was his age in her early 20s. The son told his mother she has to put her foot down and say no. Uh, The mother didn't agree. She talked to Thomas, and they were just friends helping each other out with a situation. The son told police he later searched his sister's phone and found sex chat apps. When he woke up, uh, his mother to show... He woke up, he found these sex chat, I can't even say it, sex chat apps, and he woke up mom to tell him, and mom just went right back to sleep. She went, the son went to the police and said that they had sent over $2,500 for rent and electricity, including a plus a diamond ring, an iPhone, a diamond necklace, and Keskin and his mother took Griner and the girl to Hawaii. So, what is interesting here is the mother is literally supporting the girl's activity online and encouraging this man to pay, and they did. You know, hats off to that brother for being willing to report this. This is sexual abuse. And just because the girl is willingly involved, she's 12 years old, and there needs to be intersection interception for that okay here's one mom offered sex with two-year-old for twelve hundred dollars and she was talking to a cop in this case mom's quite attractive she's 24 the daughter's only two 
And literally, the mother would take the daughter 40 miles. So this is not an accident. Mom is driving the daughter 40 miles and and with the idea that this man is going to pay $1,200 to violate her. She went online and actively solicited Johns, and she hooked up with law enforcement on this case. And uh, she she wrote on there, she texted to um, this undercover officer, if you know of any guys that would pay to have fun with my child, she's only two. And she used the two-year-old to entice the man she thought she was negotiating with. Now, this is a Homeland Security case. And in this case, uh, she was sentenced to 40 years. So what I want you to see is this is a mom with fetishes who is willingly and actively willingly to... Um, uh, you know, violate her child. Now I'm going to, I've got two more. I'm, I'm away from the mic a minute. Sorry. I'm trying to get you this uh, call in number. I wanted to give that to you. I'm going to give it to you again at the end, but just in case, if you know of situations like this, the internet crimes against children call in number is one eight six six three four seven two four two three one eight six six three four seven two four two three. A couple more here. Uh, One is mom accused of letting men rape her two-year-old daughter while she watched. This is a girl with a fetish. She had a two-year-old daughter. She's 25. The boyfriend saw it, and to the boyfriend's credit, he recorded it, and he went to the police, and he reported it. So you keep in mind here, this is a mom who's not necessarily on drugs. She has a fetish, and she's watching people rape her two-year-old daughter. And the last one I wanted to get in here is mom offers sex with 10-year-old on one extra disturbing condition. And in this case, what happened is that she would offer this girl online. She's 10, and this girl ended up being murdered. This 10-year-old, she would uh, set her up for sex in her own apartment, and the condition was that she was allowed to watch. This woman is mentally ill. She is sadistic, and and before it was over, she went in there, and uh, the girl was killed and, and horribly, horribly murdered by her boyfriends. After being repeatedly raped by several men, Michelle, her boyfriend, Fabian Gonzalez, and her cousin, Jessica Kelly, who was released from prison, they all dragged Victoria with meth, stabbed her, and strangled her, and then set her body ablaze. These people should never, ever see the light of day. The reporting number is one eight six six three four seven two four two three. You know what I have told you today is absolutely gut wrenching, heart wrenching. It is the hardest kind of business that I do, and I, you know, I've been in this business ten years, and I've never done a show like this. It's as hard on me to tell it to you as it is for you to listen. But if we all walk away and just go, oh, this is awful. You know, we have not done any good. We need to do what we can to understand this. And, you know, there are so many of these cases where it was stopped because a man reported these are men, these are women who are violating their children. And in these cases, men reported it. Sometimes they were men online. Sometimes it was a boyfriend. Sometimes it was a brother. Sometimes it was a son. Sometimes it was just somebody out in the public. 
But if we don't keep an eye out for this and understand, we have to overcome the whole idea that all women are wonderful and all men are evil. There is no such thing. Some men are evil and some men are wonderful and some women are wonderful and some women are evil. But this happens, whether it's drugs, whether it's fetishes, whether it's poverty, whether it's mental illness, whether it's trying to please a boyfriend, we have to get our head out of the clouds and realize this happens. And more important, we have to train each other to report it. This is Opal Singleton. You can write to me at Opal at Me and Kids. Please follow Me and Kids on Facebook. You can go to meandkids.org and donate. And if there's anybody out there that wants to help finance this show or donate to us or be a sponsor in this show, you know, I can't tell you how much that would mean to me. This is hard, hard work, but we got to do it and we need to do it together. So, Go to www.meandkids.org. If you appreciate us being tough enough to take this on, then we appreciate you supporting our work. Folks, this is a tough week. Take a good, deep breath. Say thank you for all of our family. Love each other. Say thank you to God. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.